You're listening to episode 36 of Alexa in Canada, the voice experience. She's got, She's skills. got skills. My name's Terry Fisher, and here's the deal. Voice technology is changing so fast, and I'm trying my best to keep up with it. I'm here to learn everything I can about Alexa, so you and I can figure her out, and so we can make our lives more organized, relaxed, stress-free, and even have some fun. Let's learn some skills. Hello and welcome to this week's episode. As you may know, Voice Summit is going on in Newark this week and I'm off at Voice Summit enjoying uh, all the uh, all the speakers and I'm giving a talk myself. One of the speakers that I'm going to have the pleasure of meeting in person is the person that I interview on today's podcast and that is Nick Schwab from Invoked Apps. He is a skilled developer and uh, we get into all of that. But first, I just want to quickly let you know again about another excellent conference that's coming up. This is our sponsor, the Alexa Conference, and this is presented by voicefirst.fm. This is taking place January 15th to 17th, 2019 uh, in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and it's the worldwide gathering of Alexa developers and enthusiasts. I will be there and tickets are available. You can get 20% off by using the code Alexa in Canada, and I will have a link to all the information about this conference uh, on the uh, show notes page for this episode, which, by the way, is at alexaincanada.ca slash 36. Now, today we have a really, really a fantastic guest. This is Nick Schwab. He is an API developer. He's the founder of a company by the name of Invoked Apps, and he has become somewhat of a specialist in the ambient sound apps, and he's one of the original, uh, one of the original guys that was producing these simply because he wanted one. We talk about all kinds of topics within the idea of skill development. We talk about how he came up with the idea for these. We talk about um, you know monetization plan. We talk about the Alexa Rewards program. He gives some great, great practical tips for developers that are thinking about creating some skills for Alexa. Uh, and overall, he is a wealth of knowledge when it comes to producing these skills. So um, without any further ado, I'm really excited to welcome Nick Schwab onto the podcast. All right. Well, I want to welcome Nick Schwab onto the podcast. Hey, Nick, how's it going? Thanks for being here. Hey, Terry. Doing great. Thanks for inviting me. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. You've got some incredible uh, apps on the uh, on the Canadian Skills Store that are well, a lot of the most highly ranked apps. And we'll get to all that because I want to learn all about that. But before we even get to that, I'd love if you could share with us a little bit about your background, kind of what's your story, and then how'd you how'd you get into to doing this voice stuff. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, by trade, I'm an API developer. I currently work for Ford, Ford Motor Company, uh, doing web-based software for them. I actually help third-party developers build applications for the vehicle uh, okay. through a platform called Smart, Smart Device Link. Um, and then in my free time, I build Alexa skills and Google Actions and even Microsoft Cortana skills. Um, and I kind of fell into that. You know, I started off building skills for Alexa um, back in March of 2016. And from there, I, I just experimented with different kinds of apps, and then eventually, I just kind of hit the gold mine. Interesting. So, where where are you based out of? Where are you located? Uh, so, I'm based out of uh, Detroit, Michigan. Okay, you're in Detroit. Um, All right, awesome. Yep. Actually, grew up on the other side of the state, but uh, fairly recently moved to Detroit area for Ford. All right. All right. And so, the reason I wanted to have you on here is because what's very interesting is that a lot of developers in the states have have got these skills in the states but they they don't take the time to put them in canada and you've obviously done that 
and they're some of the top ranked skills in Canada. So you said something really interesting. You said you hit the gold mine. So tell me more about that. Like what's what's that all about? Yeah, so just a little bit of history of, of kind of where I started with Alexa skills and where I kind of ended up and what my focus is on now. Um, so when I first made an Alexa skill, it was a skill called Bargain Buddy. And it allowed people to look up the daily deal for like Woot.com and Meh.com. I don't know if you're familiar with those daily deal websites. Okay. Um, but it simply, you know, the user would just ask Alexa, ask Bargain Buddy for the Woot deal. And it would say, hey, today's deal is, you know, well, whatever for X dollars. Okay. Um, and that, you know, I launched that. It didn't really get much activity, which is kind of be expected. It's it's a pretty uh, niche skill. Um, and then from there, I, I just kind of expanded my horizons. Um, I made a skill called Opening Bell, which is a skill that allows users to look up the stock price for U.S. markets based on the company name instead oh, of the ticker symbol. Interesting. So it was just a, an easier way to interact and, and get the information that a user wanted with their voice. Because um, more often than not, at least personally, I don't remember the ticker symbol for various companies. Right. But I can remember their name, right? Right. Um, so that, that worked out pretty well. That actually won, uh, I believe it was third place in one of the Alexa contests. Oh, cool. Um, so it took home a little bit of, uh, of money and uh, a trophy, so that was cool. Nice. Um, and then uh, later on that year of 2016, I moved into an apartment, and about two months later, a person moved in above me that had a super noisy dog. They would wake up at like five in the morning. They would stomp around and they would wake me up like every day at five o'clock and a dog would bark for an hour. So I was basically forced to wake up at five in the morning. Oh, geez. And I was, <laughs> I, I love my sleep <laughs> okay. as, much, makes... as, much, as much as I work. I love my sleep as yeah, well. That makes two so... of us. Awesome. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I had this echo dot on my bedside and I'm thinking, man, I could make this echo dot play some sounds to try to block out this noise. Um, so I built the first um, ambient noise or, or sleep sound skill. Um, it was it was rain sounds. So it would just simply play the sound of rain on a loop indefinitely. Wow. Um, so I used that for myself for, I don't know what it was, maybe about a month. And then I decided to release it to the, the skill store. And when was that again? And within like, Sorry, when, and how long ago was that um, again? That, was... That, that skill published, I believe, in the end of October of 2016. Okay, so this is going back a ways. Okay, cool. Yeah, sorry, sorry to interrupt there. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 that's all right. Um, and it, about, I don't know, two weeks after that skill launch, I had like 500 users a week, and it was just growing really rapidly. Because, um, you know, this was back in the day where not a whole lot of people had Alexa devices yet. Right. So 500 users a week was kind of a big deal. It was like, whoa, this is, I've, I've done something. This is meaningful. Um, and then over the course of the following weeks and leading up to Christmas, um, you know, Christmas, the holidays, just... Alexa usage takes off. I can't. I can't give you an explain it. It's ridiculous. Hmm. Um, I think Christmas Day I saw, I believe it was around a twenty thousand user increase in that single day. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Holy. Okay. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> Unbelievable. And so, and you, and then you just kind of figured ambient sounds are the way to go, and that kind of took off from there. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, Around the end of October and early November, um, so rain sounds was my first one that I released. Then I also released two other ones, thunder, thunderstorm sounds and ocean sounds. Those were my first three, uh-huh. kind of around all the same time. They all got really good traction. Um, so as users, more and more users started to use those skills, I thought, all right, maybe I should just double down on this concept of ambient sounds. Um, so I released a whole bunch more, and now I'm up to, I believe, 41 different sounds, uh, as well as a few skills that have all the sounds in one skill. Wow. 
And so that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a really cool story. I mean, it's, there's nothing really fancy about that. It's just you came up with a great idea that solved your own problem, and apparently lots of other people need or have that problem as well, and it just it's taken off from there. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. One thing I tell developers all the time is build something that scratches your own itch because you know if you want something, then it's more than likely that somebody else wants that same thing. Right, right. So you've got 41 sounds now. Can you just maybe name a couple of the other ones that are – that maybe people wouldn't necessarily think of as ambient sounds that you can use your device for, but it'd be interesting for the listeners to hear some of the other ideas that you've had. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's there's things that you might expect like babbling brook or cricket sounds, but there's there more obscure things like uh, washing machine sounds or dripping water. Um, I've oh, gotten wow. some interesting requests over the past couple of years. Um, people have even requested things like chainsaw sounds. Um, <laughs> I don't know why they would want to hear that or how that would help them sleep. But hey, I respect that they took the time to, to send me the request, and you know, I, I kind of tally those up over time. And the more people request the sound, the more likely I am to actually add it. Right, right. Oh wow, so that's interesting. So that's great. So you kind of now you're going on requests essentially, and and what people want to hear. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And that's kind of how I built out the whole array of the current 41 sounds too. Wow. So what are the most popular ones based on your sort of analytics and your and your user stats? Uh, good question. Um, the most popular ones are actually still kind of my first three: uh, thunderstorm sounds, rain sounds, and ocean sounds. That's interesting. Um, yeah, I yeah, can totally see Babylon that. Brook, Babylon Brook is is a, is a close fourth, um, as well as distant thunderstorm sounds. At the end of the day, I think it's all kind of search engine optim- optimization. Um, Alexa, it's still kind of early for voice platforms and how users discover these skills. So, you know, having different skills, even if they have the exact same content, that kind of target different keywords, um, I've, I've found to be really beneficial. Um, you know, when I have my five consolidated skills, I call them, they have all the sounds combined into one skill. Um, I release a skill called sleep sounds. I release a skill called ambient sounds, you know, ambient noise, relaxing sounds, just a whole array of different keywords. That Uh way I could kind of target all of these different search terms. Oh, that's interesting. Very, very interesting. And how do you, being that you're in the States, um, how do you find, uh, or can you comment on the number of users that are using your skills uh, on Alexa versus the number of people that are using the actions on Google? Is it similar or different? Or uh, it's it's vastly different. Um, so on Alexa, I have I want to say around one hundred fifty thousand users a day. Wow. Yeah. Um, and on Google, it's it's much less. It's it's more of around a thousand. And that's, so, I mean, and, and Alexa is obviously much more popular in the States. Do you know how that compares to users in Canada? Any chance? Um, yeah, Canada usage is actually really, really low right now. Um, oh. I think that's just because Alexa hasn't been around in Canada for quite as long, right? Yeah, that's um, right. I think it was just earlier this year, potentially. Yeah, it hasn't even been a year uh, yet. It was in, like, last uh, sort of Christmas season was when it was released. Yeah, so. yeah. So it's only been a few months, so... You know, based on the traffic that I've seen, it's it's kind of a similar story to how the U.S. started off. Um, you know, Alexa usage back in 2016 was was minimal, um, so we're we're kind of seeing that the same in in Canada. And I expect over the next year and probably the Christmas holiday, and especially today with you know being Prime Day, right? Um, I think we'll see a ton of Alexa users uh, in Canada over right. the next few months. Right. It's very very interesting. So this is. Um... So you started this as your on your own. Do you have a team behind you, or is, is this basically your your baby? Uh, this is me. I, I mean, I do this. I do this uh, when I get home from my day job. Uh, I do it on the weekends, and uh, it's just all me. All uh, 
50 plus skills. <laughs> wow, that that's very impressive. And so what are the plans going forward? Do you do you, do you can do you want to continue to build this out? Do you want to grow a team? Are you happy with the way things are for you right now? What are your thoughts there? Yeah, um so I you know I'm going to keep working on this definitely on my own at least um for the foreseeable future. And I have I have a bunch of ideas kind of on the back burner that I'd like to work on. I just don't have the time right now to do it. Um, but depending on how, like I just implemented monetization in the U S so depending on how that goes, um, maybe I'll be able to hire some people and kind of invest more resources into growing a team, which I would really love to do. Um, the big concern is, you know, with, with any company is being self-sustainable. Um, you know, I, I'm fortunate that I, I make a decent amount of money on the Alexa rewards program. Um, uh, but at the end of the day, like Amazon has full control of that, right? Sure. So, uh, it's it's good money. It's it's enough to, to pay my bills plus some, um, but being able to control my own destiny and know like hey this is how much money I'm going to make next month based on how many subscribers I have that's really really powerful to a business. Sure. Um, so I'm hoping to get there probably by the end of this year. So that's interesting. Can you tell us a little bit about the uh, the um, Alexa Rewards program? Because um, I don't think we've had somebody speak about that on the podcast. So maybe just to tell the listeners a little bit how that works and and uh, you know what are the potentials there for somebody that's developing some of the skills. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't think it's available in Canada yet. Okay. Uh, believe me, I'm pushing for it. But it's <laughs> available in uh, in the U.S., uh, in the U.K., and in Germany, and they just recently announced it for Japan. Uh, and the way it works is um, every month, Amazon picks out kind of the, the top engaging skills. Um, they haven't really defined what that means. My, my guess is this is probably a combination of number of users, how often those users use the skill, and then how long their session durations were. Okay. Um, but they, they pick, let's say, um, I'm just kind of pulling this out of thin air. Let's say it's the top uh, 500 skills um, in certain categories. So it could be like music and audio. Uh, games, um, things like that. And then the, I believe, number one skill in that category for the month in that region will get $5,000. Okay. And then the um, lowest qualifying skill might get, let's say, 20 bucks. Um, and then obviously the more skills you have that qualify in the more regions that qualify, uh, the more money you can make. Sure. So it can, depending on um, your usage and which regions you have skills in, it can be pretty lucrative. Wow. So that's pretty neat. And so if you've got some of the highest ranking skills, I know for, I haven't looked at the rankings in, in, in the States particularly that, um, that recently, but like in Canada, when I, when I sort them on the skills store by, you know, average rankings, you're, a couple of your ambient science, a couple of your ambient sounds are one, two, maybe three in all of Canada. Um, so that's really, really interesting. And, and, and I can see why you'd be pushing for it to come to Canada. I'm sure all Canadians would love it to come to Canada. Would, I'm sure it would help skill development in general. If there was some some reward there for the, uh, for the successful developers. Um, yeah, it definitely affects their, their developer numbers. Um, I know when it was announced for the U S for the very first time, it was like, uh, I think it was like, um, I want to say maybe April of 2017, they announced it for games. Um, and that was the very first category. And when they first announced that I saw uh, a chart of number of Alexa skills launched per month, I saw it jump up like, I think like a thousand skills in that month, which was you know, going from like 500 skills a month to 1,500 skills a month, like that's a considerable jump. You know, you're increasing the number by 200%. Sure, um, sure. So I'm sure they were pretty happy with the result of that rewards program and what it did to increase skill numbers. Right. And what about the the monetization that you said you have just implemented? How does that work? And how does that work with your skills? 
Um, so the way I implemented it right now, uh, it, I actually just launched it um, about a week and a half ago, so it's still really early for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way it works is um, a user can open one of my consolidated skills, let's say uh, ambient sounds, and if they want to get access to extended tracks for improved looping, instead of hearing the sound fade out and fade back in every hour, um, and if they want higher quality sounds, uh, and if they want the ability to mix two sounds together, they can pay a monthly subscription fee, which is one ninety nine a month. Uh, if you're a Prime member, it actually is cheaper. Oh, uh, wow. Amazon kind of fronts the bill on that. It's pretty cool. Oh, that's neat. Um, yeah, and then you can just subscribe via your voice. It's a monthly fee. You can cancel any time, and then you get instant access to that content. Um, it's a really, really seamless experience, um, and even building it as a developer was was really easy. I, I think that a lot of developers are going to uh, – they should at least try to implement um, premium content in their skills. It, it, just like how the App Store with iOS or Google Play, um, just how people make a living through those stores, I think the same can happen with Alexa. If not now, then within maybe the next one to two years. Interesting. And I, I totally agree with you, just the way it's exploding. Um, yeah. What's What's been your experience in general when you talk to people about – you know, Alexa and the fact that you're a skilled developer, are people interested in that? Is there, are there a lot of people that still like have no idea what this is? What's been your take <laughs> on that? Uh, I would say that honestly, like 90% of the people that I talk to know what Alexa is. When I, when I say, Hey, I develop Alexa skills. They might not know what a skill is. If I reword it and I say, I build Alexa apps, then they understand it. Uh, but as far as general consumer knowledge about, these voice assistant devices, people are really knowledgeable about them. They, they know that they exist. They know that they can have apps on them. Um, so Amazon and Google have done a really great job marketing to users. That's great. No, that's really, really good. We've talked a lot about your ambient sound apps. Do you want to mention some of the – I know there's one in particular that's been a, a great success with your um, – with a game, Deal or No Deal. Do you want to just tell us a little bit about that and how you came up with that idea and the story behind that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I developed a ton of ambient sound skills, and then I was kind of in the mood to just kind of switch things up. And this was back when Amazon just announced that they were going to pay the top engagement of games. Um, so this is before my ambient sounds ever even got a, a, a check from Amazon. I was thinking, you know what, I really, really want to be able to get paid for the work that I'm doing, so I'm going to try making a game. Sure. Um, so I, I was thinking, you know what, there's a ton of TV game shows that would be great on voice. And I thought Deal or No Deal was one of them. So I, I built it out. It took me, mm, I want to say, about three weeks to build it, um, just after hours after I got home from work. And uh, I published it, and it, it turned out really well. Um, you know, users adopted it. I think it has somewhere around 700 and some reviews in the U.S. store right now. Wow. Um, and people love it. I mean, I think I've seen the, the top user a few months ago. I think they've played like four days' worth on it. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's great. Um, I I, yeah. I know other developers too who build games, and it's really great for blind people. Those are the tend to be the most in, engaged users, uh, which makes a to, like a, a ton of sense, right? And uh, getting emails from people like that when you build a game that they can that they can play, which you know they typically couldn't be able to play a game. It's it's really fulfilling on a totally different level. Absolutely, and, and that's a great, great point. I'm, I'm amazed. Like you said, it totally makes sense. But I'm amazed. I actually get a lot of emails uh, to, to me from people that have some type of visual impairment as well, and it's just like, wow. Like they're, they're whether it's you know just interacting with Alexa on a regular basis or, or using the skills, it's amazing. It really is opening up a whole new world for, for these people, and it's fantastic. Yeah. So, 
That's great. Um, I got to ask you a question. If, if you're going to give a tip to, to a developer about how do you get these reviews, because you have got so many wonderful reviews. Like, how do you, how do you do that? I'm sure developers would love to know that. Any tips you can give there? Um, well, number one, just build a skill that people love, right? Like that is the best thing that you can possibly do because whether or not you have the reviews, um, just having that engagement through a skill that people love is the absolute best thing. Um, but then when you want to get the reviews, honestly, it comes down to just asking your users, um, after they've used the skill for a few times, um, I just, I, I have a little speech to them, just a short, maybe less than 10 second speech that says, Hey, I see you're really enjoying thunderstorm thunderstorm sounds uh, if you have a moment and you haven't done so yet please take the moment to leave a five-star review interesting um, and you know un- unless you really really bother people frequently with the request um, more often than not i found that they're really happy to do it yeah yeah so that's i mean that's what it comes down to is just sort of asking people to uh to leave their reviews and and i guess i guess when you've got such a large um a large number of users then um I guess it's probably easier. Just you're, you're talking to that many more people. And so that, that, that I mean, and, and that, like you said, that goes back to just having a good skill to begin with so that you get the, the large user base. Yeah, yeah. But having a large audience means that you have larger consequences too. So I have to be very careful about how I introduce these things. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, no, that's very, very true. So that's great. Um, wonderful. I mean, well, it sounds like you're you're having a lot of success. And uh, so congratulations to you for that. Um where can people sort of learn more about what you're doing with these skills? And, and of course, I mean, they're on the skill store, but how can people connect with you or search for these skills? What's the easiest way? Uh, yeah, the easiest way is to either look up skills, uh, just search for invoked apps on the Alexa skill store, or go to invokedapps.com where you can see a full list of all the skills that I've made. Uh, there's links to them for both you know, Alexa, uh, Google Home, as well as Cortana. Uh, and there's also a form there if you want to get in touch with me. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, Nick, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate you taking some time and sharing your your experience as as a developer. Any any final words or any kind of tips from your experience now of doing this for a couple of years? A new developer, is there anything in particular that you would say that you know this is one thing you don't want to forget about or the one thing you don't want to miss? Oh man, um, there's there's so much good voice content out there. You know, like the podcast that you do here. Um, podcast by like Brett Kinsella at VoiceBot AI, yeah. um, just you know all this content and even you know meetups or or conferences like the Voice Summit coming up, um, like take part in these things, listen to these podcasts and go to these events because networking with these people um, it's it's super helpful and there's a lot of knowledge out there that people are more than willing to share with you. Um, you know, uh, one thing to join the Alexa Slack community. It's an unofficial community. There's like two thousand people in it. Uh, it's alexaslack.com, um, and it's run by a bunch of us in the community, and we're here to help everybody, um, whether it's help with a technical problem or you know help discuss your skill idea, no matter what it is. Just join join that community and be a part of it. And then at the end of the day, like I said before, scratch your own itch. Um, if you have a skill that you really wish existed, make it. You know, Make it so that you love it and then publish it because at that point you've recognized that it's a good good quality skill, and I'm sure that a lot of other users are going to agree with you. Awesome. No, well said. Well said. Great. Well, again, thanks so much, Nick. The listeners can check everything out at invokedapps.com, invokedapps.com. And um, again, thanks so much, Nick, for being here. I really appreciate the time and great, great advice for, for all the developers out there. Thank you, Terry. Thanks for having me. 
Again, a big thank you to Nick Schwab. Thanks for sharing some of your your knowledge there. Uh, in particular, the practical tips there for the developers, I'm sure, are going to be very, very useful for lots of developers out there. Of course, the links to the various things that we talked about are on the show notes page at alexaincanada.ca slash 36. And along the lines of Nick saying you just got to ask for reviews, I will ask for a review today of the podcast. If you have not had a chance to leave a review and you do feel so inclined, uh, it helps my podcast to be discovered and it helps other people to then learn more about uh, Alexa. So uh, if you are so inclined, again, Thanks very much for leaving any reviews that you do leave. Until next week, enjoy. Check out some of these apps that Nick has developed. They're really good. And uh, I will talk to you again. Take care, everybody. She's got skills.